Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is December 2nd. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing well. You know, just wish for these, uh, wish year in review would have timed up on first. It's, uh, I was going to say, we could have recorded yesterday, but we just were trying to, December has become busier than expected and year in review is a big part of that. So we're kind of in the, the flu, the illness, the airplanes taking out power, all sorts of sort of things that are throwing us off our schedule here as December gets busy. Um, and, and, you know, having to put up decorations and gifts and all this stuff, like December's a stressful time for parents. I have kids that have back-to-back birthdays next week. I'm going to be out of town for them. Uh, it just gets crazy, December. But year in review uh, marches on. So, so I, so I was talking to somebody in the golf industry, and they're like, hey, "You, you wind it down. You getting some uh, some time uh, to chill out and kind of." And I'm no, like, "No, actually, no, the complete opposite. Ever. I feel like I'm busier than I've ever been." I like want to get a complaint, but yeah. this is uh, it's just a statement of fact. I want to get to January for like a reset, right? It's like we just got to get to January. <laughs> December gets nuts, man. Um, okay. Uh, we're, pros- we're tre- tre- this is we're we're cooking though on uh on the uh year on the review. year review yeah we are going to get up to the players hopefully unless I have to run out to pick up my daughter from school real quick on this recording but we should we will get to the players championship uh, as we point. move along we're going to get to the Masters we're going to get through this it's December second they used to come December like nineteenth right these used to come way back and at the end of the year. So I feel hustle. good about our progress. I you, I, I have yet to, I haven't hit I haven't hit the year in review wall, which is okay. a good thing. Since That's we're great. Only through a few few uh, few events, but <laughs> you've done three or four events. <laughs> um, but we want to be as thorough as possible and, and make these. Of course, you can enjoy them that week or driving between Christmas and New Year's or whenever. But we want to get them out there, and you can kind of consume them however you want during the month of December. Okay, should we go? Any any announcements we want yeah. to mention? The well, pro shop, Friday prints. pro shop. I think yeah. we're uh, we're gonna have some print new prints up pretty soon. We'll do probably a little little discount on them. It's you a little, uh, course, little course called Pebble Beach. I mean, look, I'm not a photography expert, um, but you got some good shots from a place that's been ph- photographed quite a bit. Uh, I they are they are stunners they're impressive and i don't say that just to fluff you but uh i you were sending them texting to me they're they're wow photos of a pretty recognizable um place a felicitous meeting of land and sea or something like that all right um let's get to it pro shop pro was it fried egg dot pro shop or pro shop dot fried egg i always pro get shop that dot friday the friday no. ProShop.TheFriedEgg.com. Just Google Fried Egg Pro Shop, and it'll take you right there as well. So it looks for prints. Good, good. I remember uh, a few years ago, there was like a thing about how, you know, the domains are going to just become completely irrelevant because everybody just Googles it. I think that's true, right? Are you suggesting yeah. that didn't happen? 
Yeah, so like it doesn't matter what your domain yeah, name exactly. is. Exactly. Exactly. Um, all right, let's get to it. You are up first. We are starting with the Phoenix Open. We left off with the American Express. Uh, take us home to Phoenix. I do not. Who no, won we're this? at we're we're at Phoenix. Or, oh no, no, no farmers, farmers. I'm jumping farmers. ahead. Come I'm sorry. On. What's what after trying Amex? To, you're trying to yeah. trying to Tory. Sorry, trying to I'm skip, cross you. Skip I'm, Tory, and you're trying to skip. Uh, what's after Tory? AT&T? Pebble, Pebble, yeah, yeah. You're this, trying to you're yeah. trying to skip Pebble like everybody, all the pros did this year. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, you're just trying to lump on kill. I mean, kill I was trying to cut them a break. Do we more. need to? We've shit on Tory Pines enough over the last two, three years on this, you know, on various well, platforms. But let's go. I feel Starbucks. like this week was like the calm before the storm. There, it, there really wasn't that much that happened at Tory, and given last year. That's kind of absurd because of the Reed situation. It was like, yeah, it was uh, the year before was uh, <laughs> Ken Tackett just coming Ken Tackett, on again. Oh, right, right, right away. Off, yeah. Right off the bat. Ian Baker Finch, <laughs> Nance just going at him. This was the Saturday finish, right? The one that yes. they tried to move it to, to dodge the uh, conference. So the, uh, the, the added game, the 17 game NFL season threw a wrench in the PGA Tours um, thing, and 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 CBS didn't want to relinquish Tory. They wanted to move it to Wednesday to Saturday, and there was talks of maybe NBC taking over and keeping the traditional set schedule. Farmers allegedly wasn't very happy, but then it settled. The dust settled, and the week went on, and they were pretty happy with the Wednesday to Saturday. Everybody was. Yeah, everybody thought it was like delightful, and it it makes sense. Like. Golf tournaments don't have to end on Sundays. You know, right, if, if right. you're going up against, they're going up against, obviously, championship weekend, the uh, AFC, AFC and NFC uh, playoffs. Nance, you know, to that, Nance did the telecast from Kansas City. The Chiefs, the Arrowhead Stadium, right? Yeah. He was like in the box there just calling it remotely, which of course he they got. like in a parka with a hat on. It was uh, obviously a catnip moment of, uh, oh, yeah. of, of screenshots. Um, but on to like earlier in the week. Um, hey, real talk. Good, good on everyone for bringing that together. I know we like pop the tour for missteps and networks for missteps and sponsors and partners, but just making a sensible decision, farmers being amenable to it and everything else just coming together for that. It seems like it's now a permanent thing. All right, continue on. Um, so hold on a second. My wife's asking where I am. <laughs> She's uh she it's early morning here. You're hiding in the <laughs> shed in a beanie just... <laughs> cap. You went out, you absconded, you ran away. Yeah, you know? exactly. That's, uh, you know, I feel like I had to reply to that. Where the so, hell are you? Okay. So anyways, um, I don't I don't usually uh, reply to text during these recordings, but that, well, you know, certain, certain texts from your wife you need to reply to. Anyways, where were we? Before the week, before the week, Netflix, uh, Netflix is starting their their recording. This is yes. the launch of the Netflix series, so that was kind of news. Um, they're there on, were a they're lot on of... site with cameras and everything. They they announced it in Sony, and everybody got worked up, and then the cameras showed up. I think at Farmers. Go ahead. Lots of read jokes are 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 sent out into the into the Twitter sphere and ether about how it's one year too late. You know, yeah. Netflix comes yeah. one year too late. Right. Um, Ben Coley had just an incredible line in his uh, in his betting write up. Um, 
Ben Coley, I love reading Ben Coley's stuff. Uh, yeah. Just a plug here. But he said, only one player made it to double digits under par last year, although he had help from himself in doing so. <laughs> just, just enjoyed just, that line. Just an occasion to relive the whole Reed drama, the re- one-year anniversary, and maybe some fodder for future defamation suits that <laughs> occurred. So who knows? So... um the other big discourse that's happening is the uh, the ROM course setup thing that oh, continues with yeah. the from the last uh, tournament where he was talking about the birdie fest. So all of these players are weighing in. One of the things that I thought, you know, I just picked out one comment that I thought resonated. Ryan Lavner had an article that had like a bunch of player commentary on it. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke Donald said this. If you're the best in the world, you want a tough setup. And the tour has been going away from that more and more. Softer, greener conditions each week with lots of birdies is their new recipe. So kind of like, and then obviously you contrast that with like what Rory said about about the Euro Tour a few years ago, and it's like the tour just effectively like when Rory said that is the tour is becoming more and more like the Euro Tour. Um, just an amusing thing early in this week. Uh, the Bears change out uh, a Matt and a Ryan for a new Matt and Ryan. <laughs> so they they uh, they got rid of Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace, and they hired their new uh, regime, which is now kind of we're we're in the middle of year one of uh, of Matt Eberflus and uh, Ryan uh, Poles. So got it. So far, seems like it's going well. I uh, I've been pleasantly surprised, but it was just a, an amusing part of this. Um, you you waged war on pot roast, which I, I don't mean, recall this, but I'm happy to do so again. <laughs> Rotisserie this chicken. Is, this is just a, this is a terrible take. This did, is a why terrible did I do that? Take. Did you propose it, or did you I don't, say you were I making a pot I roast? I didn't look into oh God, all the specifics. Is, this but, feels like a punt. It feels like I just, I don't want to do food takes, but this is also sort of a lazy just punt. It's not good. The beef is usually whatever what you put in What are you talking there. about? All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Just keep, I don't want to go down delicious. This Have you Sick. ever had a good pot Sick. roast? Just like, just gross stew and mess of like, it's, make something. Like, make a real like just, meal. You go make a real buy, meal instead of throwing a bunch of shit in the pot. Like the, the freezer version of pot roast. And you're, you're like, if you made know what that pot roast. Yeah. It's like delicious. I, I can't Good. think of something that's like I might go make pot roast tonight just because of this. No, you this. hide you it's where a place where you can hide a bunch of like fatty, junky, bad meat no one wanted in a mess of like stew and you hide it there and then you're eating it and it's clouded in cloak and dagger show with the stew and the broth and other things that are going on. So, all right, go ahead. Okay, whatever. Now you've just eaten a bunch of junk that no one is barely edible, but it was hidden in the in the pot roast. Go ahead. Something that came out in the middle of the week, thanks to a source on the ground, informs us that Bryson is shattering Caddy's car windshield. Oh, I forgot about this. <laughs> because of the range is oh. the range cannot contain him at Tory Pines. He's I just forgot. the quote was Bryson is shipping balls over the fence and into the caddy parking lot. This was a shotgun start fried egg report, an original, right? That Golf Digest then wrote up with further on the ground reporting. This, I'm shipping balls into the lot. (laughs) Caddy's cars were parked in the dirt lot 
And this is there's a tweet that was shown here to the west of the range. We had the diagram. <laughs> and yeah. uh and Bryson is the culprit. Like on the ground report of Bryson being the, the main culprit. He's just literally sitting on the range, hitting balls over the fence into the into the caddy yard. When he was asked about it, he like declined to comment. What? He said it wasn't his him's doing. But there were multiple on-the-ground reports of him doing it. There were pictures of broken windshields that were shared, right? Yes. And, like, I think some players went on the record. It, maybe it was, like, Golf Digest, Todd Leonard out there who said, like, it was Bryson. It was. Others, it was, like, coyly said, you know, I'm not going to comment on that. But, uh, you know, wink, wink, it was Bryson. Yes, I forgot about this. Shipping balls. <laughs> it's this, like, little muni range, right? It's not yes. meant for PGA Tour players to be ripping balls out there. They okay. have, like, an 80-foot fence already, but it's yeah. not, like, a big range. Right. So, right. the uh, <laughs> I think um, <laughs> Shackelford had, like, a retweet that was amusing, like, he basically used the farmer slogan, like at farmers, <laughs> we're used to like dealing with things. It's like how ironic yeah, that the, yeah. this broken windshield is happening at a uh, event that insurance company is uh, <laughs> sponsoring. Right, of course. Um, <clears throat> Brooks uh, bleaches his hair. This was the catnip carnival of the God. week. Just the catnip best. I forgot about this. Brooks, so, uh, <laughs> cry for attention, more attention. Okay. Dylan DeShare uh, tweeted, Brooks looks like he ate Will Zalatoris. I found that amusing. <laughs> and Dylan a- also had that uh, Brooks was announced as Bruce Kepka on the first uh, oh, That's eight. a good throwback. I like that. The, some things never die. Time. Bring that this to was, live. This was before Brooks just, uh, you know, uh, spiraled out into the abyss. Got out, yeah. Yeah. Blonde hair. Forgot about that. Um, so Bryson is just like, this is where he's super injured. He's right. like hitting shots and like his hand is like clearly messed up. He like cannot <clears throat> swing. Yeah. I think somebody, I can't remember who tweeted this. I'm sorry, but he, he was like, it, it looks like he's like stepping into a bucket every time <laughs> he swings to protect his back. <laughs> Um, what an analogy and uh, (laughs) it was like i think it was kvv reporter that tweeted that um uh the uh in any ways like he's like downplaying the injury obviously because next week's the saudi thing yeah and he doesn't want to it's like probably pretty clear that he doesn't want to give i don't want to like make false assumptions but like if you're thinking about this in an in a you know, trying to read between the lines. Like, why would you downplay like serious? It's very clear that he's seriously injured while he's playing and he's downplaying it. Probably if I had to guess because of the Saudi appearance fee and he gets on a plane and goes to Saudi Arabia, and tries right. to play the next week. Plus what's so, the larger picture of Saudi, maybe investing a hundred some million dollars into this guy that is he broken down all that stuff. Yeah. A lot, yeah. lot going on there. So, um, that that's happening um to make things kind of quick there there isn't a ton that happens outside of like the golf right ram and jt get off to hot starts like you know there's like the the always like this is the first field that has a lot of players we have a lot of what a leaderboards 
going on because it's just the first time outside of the the almost the mostly tournament of champions yeah. that we've we've seen top players in in a in a field. Um, Wait till comes- we get the elevated events. The what a leaderboard <laughs> tweets are just going to be coming every day. What a leaderboard, insane board. All right, this I can't wait for that. Go ahead. Uh, if only they made those uh, elevated <laughs> events uh, uh, reduce fields. You know, hero. Well, I read the Friday newsletter of- today. That's an interesting point by Will. Really good point by section on Will. And, and like, do you exchange a slight OWGR hit for um, just more well, cash, more stronger leaderboards? Right. I mean, the, it's very slight. Too. It's not that. Yeah, exactly. What's your product going to be? Anyway, read the Friday newsletter. Don't want to steal Will's thunder. Like the um, hero is getting legit points with 19, 20 guys. If you make it 50, you're still going to get awesome points. All right, go ahead. Um, it comes out that uh, Fratelli is using a $4,000 wedge, which we had some fun with. I forgot that. Jeez. <laughs> is he so frugal? But likelihood they pay, pay for, for it. No. Surprise. I bet he's got a few. He might be selling them on eBay. <laughs> Relisted. <laughs> I funded the trip to the Sunshine Tour. We just heard. Why is he playing at the Sunshine Tour this week? He well, sold the wedge or two on eBay. All right. Um. So Luke List wins. It's his first win in however many years on tour. I should have researched this. but <laughs> Ever? Yeah. Right? It's his first yeah, ever that's win. That's right. Can't putt for a. I can't putt to save his life. <laughs> he beats Will Zalatoris in a playoff. And Zalatoris shoots 65 in the final round despite not making a putt longer than five feet, oh, seven inches. I forgot inches. about this. And so there playoff, were some like, right? yeah, there were some yeah. ugly putts on Saturday. <laughs> like some like the, it, there were like multiple um, videos of like, and you know, as, as it happens, whenever there's a Zalatoris uh, putt, it's like Hydra. Hide your yeah. eyes. Don't watch yeah. this. Viewer discretion is advised type right. situation. Um, obviously, you know, just this last year, we were we were told by a, uh, a you know, alleged uh, non-partial statistical genius in his own words that this was a back injury that caused strokes like this. But but anyways, this was Zalatoris like it was, you know, his runner up and obviously he had an incredible year, but this was the first like kind of coming out. And one of the things that was, you know, alluded to Sean Martin was all over this right at the beginning of the year. Zalatoris gained a lot of speed in the off season and he added this distance. Lamania then was on it. Joe Lamania, these, you know, guys that kind of look at these things and they were, they all, you know, and shout out to Sean and Joseph. They were, they were all over big year from Zalatoris because of this distance gain. And now he's got a back injury. Yeah. Yeah, but... Related? Am I making jumps there? Probably not. Probably. Who knows? Okay. But that speed gain, like, all of a sudden, then huge breakout year, obviously, for Zalatoris, and they were all over that, and you know, this was the first of many, many big-time tournament close misses for Zalatoris. Obviously, he broke through in the FedEx Cup playoffs, um, but... Huge year for Zalatoris, and it kind of launched off here. Um, Rom and JT were uh, people were wondering if it was going to be like a two man match play situation after two rounds, but then they kind of faded the on the weekend. 
This was a big uh, week for you with Jason Day. You called the Jason Day resurgence, I feel yes. like. And Day, like who always has played pretty well at this event, Farmers. He hadn't showed up had anything. It. Yeah, yeah. I, got, I got a lot of happy, like love. Lots of people were like, put some long shot top five bets in and were, were quite pleased. <laughs> got a lot of like uh, notes about happy. Thanks for the tip. Um, this is when we really like hit our stride as a gambling podcast. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's right. Um, all That's right. it. Okay, cool. Moving on. Pebble Beach Prime up the coast from San Diego to Monterey. Uh, the most felicitous meeting we mentioned. I just got a call. Up, what, a, what a time. Yeah, there we go. You know, a little tie in pro shop this week. Keep an eye. Keep an eye out. We'll probably get them up hopefully this weekend. I got to call it this Garrett Morrison Friday tweet before I forget. I, I had it in my notes. I just don't. This was Phil like Phil started the downfall. Right. And it said and Bryson had just gotten hurt and Aaron Rodgers had gotten knocked out. Horrible game. Right. Horrible season. They were first. I think they were number one seed. Got knocked out by the Niners at home. Has some off the off the field drama. Just the anti-vax stuff and a lot of other stuff. He was just kind of persona non grata for a while. And it's a picture of Phil. Bryson, Aaron Rodgers, who had just fallen out of favor. Phil's out of favor. Bryson's injured. And Tom Brady is the fourth. And Garrett says, tread carefully, TB12. This was from that match at Big Sky, whatever. Uh, And here we are, whatever, six, seven, eight months later, TB12. Divorced. divorced ftx may have t- tanked all his cash he lost all his cash in crypto or so i don't know what's going on with that uh the bucks are pretty underwhelming he looked awful against the browns like i know a lot of people try to he was bad personally bad himself against the browns and they're under 500 and aaron Rodgers is also completely not good irrelevant packers stink too so, oh wow i'm call. glad you said that you know i'd have some angry packers fans I mean, I he's got, horrible. We he's got Bears man. Packers. We got oh, Bears really? Packers this weekend. Good. I, you know, I, I, if I were the Rogers, Peter man, I'd, I'd just sit out. You know, yeah, you got nothing is. to gain. Right. No, I think he's playing. He's, oh, but he's, you got nothing to gain yeah. by going up against the Bears at is this it point. The Peter man for the Bears. No, no, I think that the field's <laughs> full participant okay. yesterday. Okay. So, all right, but you got nothing to gain going against the Bears this week, like. You 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 already you kill us all the time. Yeah. But this has given us a hope. I don't know what I'm conflicted. I want our drafts. I just want I want that top five pick so we could trade to a QB needy team, so trade down, get some talk. Well, I just I don't want to win. I don't want to win. I want close games that we lose. And we've been doing that like it's been great. Like tons of close games, we lose. It's like we always have chances at last minute drives, we lose. It's like been delightful. It's been like a, a dream season for me. More importantly, the Bulls need to just pull the cord and go for the Wemby <sighs> stakes. You guys, you need to have what dual tanking between the Bears and then rolling over yes. the Bulls. But right, the Bulls, yeah. the Bulls is a whole. We could do a yeah. thirty yeah. minute podcast about yeah. how much I hate the Bulls. Yeah. Um. So you know the problem is their pick. They only. It's top four protected. If they tank and they get the fifth pick, they give it. They ship it off to to magic. The magic. The Vucevic deal yeah, is just yeah. a complete disaster. It's what. It's an example of what happens when your owner said it gives a. We need to make the playoffs mandate. Not. We need to go try and win a championship. I think you yeah. get this shitty team. Yeah. You get a team that has no upside. That is just like fighting for a, a, the sixth seed. 
Right. It's just a disaster. Right. Zach Levine is a I uh he's such yeah. a bum. He thinks right. he's as good okay. as Devin Booker and he's a joke. He's an awful teammate, yeah. defender. Glad I got just, you going on this. God, it's just awful to watch. Thank God. Thank God I got my my West Coast Kings. <laughs> Take yeah, my mind. Light the Take beam. My- Light the beam, baby. Um, all right. <laughs> Love the Kings. Mike Brown. You, you'll have fun with Mike Brown come uh, March and April, you know, when it's time to, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm really bummed. The Bulls are here. They got Friday night here in uh, in Central California and then Friday and or uh, Sunday in, in Sacramento. But I got too much going on. I can't go. Oh, can't go watch Kings bad. Bulls. I, I could wear a, a King's shirt and a Bulls hat or something. Or <laughs> the, the Brady Quinn's sister when like Brady <laughs> Quinn was playing. She was dating AJ Hawk or is the half and half jersey and all that. Okay. Notre um, Dame, that, Ohio State. What a God, we, went, <laughs> we went on a tangent because of that tweet with Brady, Rogers, Bryson, and Phil, who are all sort of awash in the sea of irrelevance or poor performance right now. All right. Pebble Week. Of course, we surfaced the story of the week, the important story of the week. Ryuji Amada got in the field with what just one start in an OWGR event in the last five years. And it was the, it was, I think, the, um, the Japan event, the Zozo, the no cut. And of course, he finished like DFL, but he got a point or he got like a, you know, one FedEx Cup point. And it was his only OWGR event in the last five years. And it got him into this via some sort of Byzantine PGA Tour membership structure. And we found out he's just addicted to like online poker. We're getting all this Ryuji Amata facts. We had a long email, I think from George Price, I think it was his name, about his just how he got in this Pebble Beach field. And he was a disaster. Also in this field, which I know you were very excited about, was Peter Jacobson. The uh, He was playing oh, yeah, as a participant in the Pebble. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yep. there's there's copious coverage from uh, yeah, yeah. throwing throwing logs on the fire. You were so mad about this. You were so you're like we the and the like half mad, but really like sort of incredulous. Um, you tweeted, "It's unbelievable that 68, 68 year old Peter <laughs> Jacobson is in the field." Imagine this happening in any other sport. The Bengals are signing former player, now analyst, sixty three year old Chris Collinsworth for the Super Bowl next week to play wide out. Um, so that was one of your tweets. You were not very thrilled about Peter Jacobson, and of course, he was not very good. Um, you were down at Tory. Speaking of Tory, I think for that uh, the uh, oh, agronomist yeah, the, the, or br- that. the the plaque was gone. Yes, you had a very you had an explosive revelation on the ground gumshoe reporting of the plaque covered up with a piece of turf, uh, Tiger's plaque that to celebrate his putt that you know happened a hundred yards away. It's in the middle of the fairway at eighteen. It's all about his putt. To, I think you know what it was. They had the they had the superintendents uh, golf uh, golf championships out there. The yeah. GCSAA uh, Toro Toro is the sponsor. Shout out Toro. Um, <laughs> But they uh, they had that there, and I I think that that was all centered around preserving the com- uh, competitive integrity of that get championship. Get the plaque out of there, yeah, you yeah. Get the plaque. You don't want any yeah. bounces like that. They the agronomist got out the got got out there. They so put you, some turf in, and I've heard it's back now. The plaque has been relocated. All right, no, well, it's back in. It's okay, back in. Got it. So you'll have to do more gumshoe reporting. Get out there. Just fly to San Diego. Take a couple pictures again. Um. Peter Jacobson. All right. Spieth, 
is obviously a big factor at Pebble, but I, we'll get to that in a minute. I just want to note, he's doing his pre-shot takeaway thing where he's like the hitch, like the halfway back down. And this, oh. of course, is like unbelievable to watch. See, even D- though he's, see his DFL at Hero? Yeah. Yeah. He's not not doing great. It's him and like Corey Connors. Rough fall for the Canadians. They got zero points at the World Cup, zero points at the President's Cup. But um, yeah, he's not doing well. He had this takeaway. Maybe he needs to go back to that sort of Halfway up, halfway down, all the way, you know, then Swain pull the trigger deal. Um, this is the Saudi International Week. Uh, Greg Norman's, I'm not going to say, look, we're going to have to figure out how to cover the whole live back and forth for this year review. We're not going to do quote re- quotes the whole time, but this is obviously the onset of a big, big moment. And it's fun based on how things developed. It's interesting, instructive, fun sometimes to look back at what they were saying early in the process. I'm not surprised, Norman said, by the reaction of the PG, or PGA Tour and the DP World Tour. This is Golf Digest. I've been around a long time and see the opportunities that exist out there. So my message to them is, quote, please don't judge me. What does that mean? Instead, they should be <laughs> judging themselves. I'm shocked and disappointed. So he starts the quote. I just want to read that again. I'm, I'm not going to say I am surprised by the reaction. Then he ends it with, I'm shocked and disappointed, really. So he contradicts himself. And no, I have not had a conversation with anyone at either tour. So this starts this. Um, if the PGA Tour is so confident in their product, more understandable reaction would have been, quote, bring it on, which maybe is not. He has a kernel of truth there. And we'd be saying that throughout the year. Maybe they shouldn't react this way. Say, bring it on. I don't have a theory as to why they have reached this way. I'm focused on what we're going to do. We're 100% collaborative. We've identified the opportunities out there. We want to work side by side with them. We want to do. We want to be complementary to what they do. Complementary would be would imply, you know, you're additional. You're not the main event. I would say that word. Then I would they, say they, they want never to be really opposite. They want to be yeah. Puerto Ricos. Yeah. The players have a right to do whatever they want and play wherever they want. The Saudi pressers were just hilarious. Like you had these questions from whatever the Saudi Golf Federation or I don't know the guy who's writing for the the Riyadh Chronicle asking questions. Um, memes, boy. Yeah, yeah. One question was to Phil. Please tell me a general comment on the golf Saudi activity right now. <laughs> like, what is that? And Phil says they just uh, want one quote for a brochure. <laughs> Phil says creating leverage for players to have a leg to stand on and try to make the work environment better on the PGA Tour. And we're very appreciative of everything they've done. So there's Phil with his leverage stuff. Reed said, it's amazing. We've we're visited the school again. We're growing the game. He's like, I had to go back to the school. And it, it was amazing to see just based on being there two years ago, how much they're into golf. Like, all right, Patrick. Xander said, you know, if we can grow the game. Xander was there. Remember, he was there. Uh- Oh, we'll get into Xander in a little bit. And he's talking about how, like, they asked him to grow the game. He's like, "This, yeah, it's amazing what we can do, make the world, you know, more into golf. And he goes, if we can grow the game, it's just the cherry on top, which is an interesting analogy to say. So the grow of the game is the cherry on top of what? What's the what's the Sunday underneath? Is that like the ten million dollars in a briefcase? Like the cherry on top analogy does not work there, Xander. <laughs> Growing the game is not the cherry on top. That's supposed to be the entire goal. That's what you're supposed to say. But so he mixed his his analogies that are there. So um, the tournament. Let's so just because we're going to compare this to Pebble here. It draw it drew three top tens, 
six in the top 20, and 21 of the top 50 to Ken Abdullah Economic City. So three top 10, 21 of the top 50. Uh, I would say... Just wait uh, for Jetta. I would say of their 48-person field, they did not have 21 of the top 50. And that was well, before the, they started the tanking. O-W- I, the think, I know now it'll never be able to... The was, yes. a, was, it was it, you couldn't compare. Like, we'll never you, be able to sort of understand that going forward. And here's... Uh, this this Norman just this makes no sense. Everybody was looking at him like, "What did you just say?" There's a piece of the pie, right? So if these institutions that you're talking about, if a piece of that pie has disappeared, does that pie get smaller? Does the pie get bigger? We see the pie. We see the piece of pie that we're taking. The opportunity to see through the lost opportunity makes the pie bigger. I have no idea what he just said. <laughs> Everyone was like, "What is that? What does this mean?" The opportunity to see through the lost opportunity makes the pie bigger. If the piece of pie has disappeared, does the pie get smaller or does the pie get I, bigger? I think what? there needs to be there needs to be like a visual representation attempt at that, like that with a quote. piece of pie. With yeah. the pie, the pie like, disappears, you, it comes back. Saying? The opportunity through the lost opportunity <laughs> makes the pie bigger. Like the pie, the pie starts at a certain size, and then it disappears and it comes back bigger. I don't get it. Uh, so we start to get more reports about what this is, the Saudi Golf League. Is it live? Bryson report, I want to say like James Corgan, uh, Derek Lawrenson had these. Bryson is reported at 135 million. Um, like it was 120 some euros. Ian Poulter reportedly offered 22 million euros, 30 million USD to join the upstart golf tour. If he took the money, Poulter would give up his chance to be a European Ryder Cup captain. That was allegedly the stakes back in February, early February. So they knew that. Bryson WDs and says it's due to a table tennis injury. Of course. (laughs) And he hurt his rib playing table tennis, falling in Abdullah Economic City. Um, Which is like clearly debunked because he was in, he was at, farmers holding his wrist like maybe both happened like he also had a table tennis injury but that was not the reason for the wd but he had played around kind there of was hit. a hip problem too right oh well, i think he said a, a oblique injury like the quotes are all there and then he he like people are like we start to have big conversations about bryson right and and like did the training oh, we'll get to it later in the spring when he's wd and from other events but you know, people like he, he just hurt himself. He played himself into an injury, decrepit kind of player. Um, and he tweets, everyone needs to chill. Yes, I hurt myself, but not from hitting it far. I slipped and fell this week on Tuesday. <laughs> I know people probably won't believe me, but that is the truth. I will be back stronger and better than ever in a few weeks. Thank you for the hospitality, Saudi International. Thank you for your concerns and keep hitting bombs. I will be back. Of course, like everyone brings the receipts. And they talk about him like, uh, you know, before the tournament, he goes, it was the left wrist. It's been bothering me for about three or four weeks now. All the speed training and whatnot, definitely taking a toll on the actual muscular structure. So, like, everybody has receipts of him talking like a week or two ago saying, like, the speed training is taking a toll. Um, My wrist isn't feeling great. I haven't had anything really happen. I probably could have played, but I didn't want to aggravate it anymore. Well, the precautionary measures for me is for the rest of the year. I've been going pretty hard at the golf swing. My core, my trunk rotation, all this trunk flexion, all this bullshit he gets into. Um, But yes, so he (laughs) says everyone needs to chill. And everyone's like, well, you were just telling us the speed training is hurting your wrist and messing you up. 
And he says it's a table tennis injury that, you know, injured his rib and hip or whatever it was. Um, so that was a big, uh, that was a big one. So, um, yeah, even if he did injure his hip in a freak accident, I guess it was hip. Doesn't explain why he's been plagued by wrist soreness in the first three events of the year or why he was clutching his back in pain at Torrey, Pound, Torrey Pines. So uh, Masters is two months away. All right. This is also an NDA, like the NDA canned line to uh, comment uh, questions begins. Uh, Westwood, Poulter, uh-huh. <laughs> DJ also are like, oh, I can't answer that. I, I tell you, but I've sworn to secrecy. Like the whole NDA phenomenon at press conferences begins at European Tour, PGA Tour events. HV3 wins it. Um, you remember that? He hit like a 92-foot putt for Eagle. Went birdie Eagle to win it. It was like this debate of like, this is, I think DJ Piaski had a big tweet about this. It's like prime sports washing, right? It's like an incredible moment mm-hmm. for a player that was predominantly likable um you know and it's like do we buy into this do we legitimize the win do we legitimize hv3 like that's exactly what they're paying for that's exactly what they want um and, and remember bubba like thirsty bubba was sprinting back from scoring he was kind of in contention and like had to get in every camera shot and every frame because there's no fans like you can basically just run out there into saudi there, there's nobody around and, and there he was uh you know getting in every shot to celebrate hv3 Golf Digest, obviously, John Huggin got a big, big scoop with Phil. Uh, uh, this is pretty important quotes. This yes. ignited like the entire year um, in there, which was interesting. He also said, if I win the U.S. Open, I will retire, which ended up being his return to non-live events or uh, was uh, Brookline. That would be my last tournament. I will have achieved the Grand Slam and I won't have anything more to prove. All right, here's Phil with the kind of rights. It's not public knowledge, all that goes on. And players don't have access to their own media. If the tour wanted any of that threat from Saudi, they could just hand back the media rights to players. Like, that doesn't work. That's not how it works. They're, like, collectively bargained, more or less. But they would rather throw $25 million here and $40 million there and give back roughly the $20 billion, not million, and give back the roughly $20 billion in digital assets they control. Or give up access to the 50 plus million they make every year on their own media channel. There are many issues, but that is one of the biggest. It's not enough that they're sitting in hundreds of millions of digital moments. I thought he just said 20 billion, maybe. They also have access to my shots, access I do not have. They charge companies to use shots. When I did the match, there have been five of them. The tour forced me to pay 1 million each time for my own media rights. That type of greed, to me, is beyond obnoxious. I'm not sure how this is going to play out. My ultimate loyalty is the game of golf and what has given me. Uh, I'm so that's, appreciative of the life. That's his ultimate yeah. loyalty is the game of golf. What a lie. I don't I know where things saying are. that. <laughs> My loyalty is the, <laughs> the game of golf. I'm so appreciative of life. Uh, all right. Not, I don't, not uh, my family. Not not anything. His ultimate loyalty is, just, is not himself. It's the game of golf. Everything he's ever done is for the game of golf. I don't know where things head headed, but I do know I will be criticized. That's not my concern. All it would do is dumb down one of the most intricate issues in sports, but naive not to factor in the complexities. The media rights are but a small fraction of everything else, and it is the tour's obnoxious greed that has really opened the door for opportunities elsewhere. I will note, this was obviously aggregated, posted everywhere. It may have been Golf Digest. Brooks Kepka got in the comments and said, don't know if I would be talking about obnoxious greed if I was Phil right now. So this was pre, before yeah. Brooks got turned. He was commenting, and, the, and everybody's like, "This is, next few months are gonna be so weird with like internecine warfare." It really started the sort of the back and forth, and 
um, curiously, amusingly enough, Phil's out there now. He's talking about it. It was Brooks, one of the first people that popped them via an Instagram comment. Phil also went on, why hasn't golf had a cameras and microphones on players and caddies? The player would not benefit, only the tour. So this Netflix project, none of the players are getting paid. The tour is getting paid a lot of money, which I'm not sure is true. As is Augusta, as is the USGA. I don't think Netflix paid them, but I could be wrong. The players had their own channel. They Maybe they put up their own content. And we start to see golf presented a little bit more intimately. That's not true. If the players had their own channel, they would make it even more of a fantasy land, good guys tour. Um, what else? He's, he, so he went on all his fantasy of like the 360 view, mic'd up players. Um, but why would we do that? To make more millions for the tour? They make enough. The tour under, only understands leverage. And now the players are getting some of that. So they are cha- things are changing and will continue to change. I hope the leverage doesn't go away. If it does, we'll be back to the status quo. But he had two more quotes to digest. This was, this was interesting. The complexities are working themselves out. The opportunities that create leverage for players, we have a chance to get a more equitable position. We are so far behind because we don't have things like player representation and collective bargaining. I made a joke like Phil all of a sudden is a big union guy, right? Well, yeah. a, he's a big socialist. Uh, but for the first time in my 30 years on tour, there's some leverage. I don't know where we're headed. There's so many different parts needing to be addressed. But I think in the end, all things are going to positive. So he's a big union. He also added, I do read my own press, but I'm not emotionally affected by it. I view myself as an object to be discussed. So I don't take criticism personally. This was right when he went on a blocking spree. If I don't like what someone <laughs> says about me on social media, I simply block them. So, yes, this was the beginning of that. I, he did read his own press. Um, but yeah, then we, I mentioned, uh, Brooksy popping them. Don't know if I use the word greedy, if I'm Phil with the pondering face emoji. Um, also DJ was asked about Ian Poulter's reported 22 billion euros, $30 million. He was asked if he has a similar offer. He quote, no, not similar as he laughed and smirked. It's just not similar. <laughs> um, all right. I think that covers like the Saudi stuff. Uh, back to at and back to Amada. Back to Ray Uji. One quick one, though. Patrick Newcomb won the APGA event at Farmers. There were obviously some comments and reactions to that. The APGA event. Big, big money event at Farmers who supports the APGA event. Patrick Newcomb. All right. Tommy Tables wins the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Spieth was in contention. He also contended that Tables, Tommy, is not someone someone you do not want to face on Sunday. (laughs) Which we would know he had never won on the PGA Tour. <laughs> so, like, he had no Sunday record, really. Like, uh, fear, strike fear of God, people. He was, he'd never won. I, but, as I, if I remember correctly, he had, like, folded on Sunday more often yes, than not. Yes. But Spieth, I think this was via a Doug Ferguson report from, like, a few years prior. Spieth said, it's because of how he plays craps. He had taught <laughs> Spieth how to play craps. Like, apparently, he was, you know, aggressive in that. Um and yes, that was that was his contention. Uh, you don't want to face Tommy Tables on Sunday. Uh, of course, on Saturday, uh, uh, Spieth had this close call with the cliff at the eighth hole. This was catnip forever for days. Um, Do you think that was overblown? No. I, was le- I, I walked no. up to the cliff the other day. Oh, and was looking God. At it. No. It was, I mean, you're taking a full swing, follow through. He was on the edge. It's not like you could injure yourself. It's like you die. That's it. To make a shot on the Saturday at the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. and like Greller over, over clubbing him? Well, I found a great, great tweet. This is from um, Matt Shriver. 
because I had tweeted like how Spieth went off on Greller at the Pebble Beach Pro or Pebble Beach U.S. Open 2019. He said two perfect shots, Michael. You got me in the water on one and over the green on the other, and that happened at eight. And then, of course, two years later, here we are at the Pebble Pro Am, and he's on the edge of the cliff, risking death. And Matt Shriver tweets is the eighth hole Greller's personal annual overclub challenge spot, his own personal game within the game. And maybe what a good what a good tweet. Maybe that's where he gets a little fudgy, given his outburst. <laughs> Has a little fun. And so they talk about for, it. He never forgets it. You know, they're in a, they're in a relationship. You know, there's certain things he never forget. And Greller never forgets how tr- Spieth treated him at that at that U.S. Open. I mean, remember when he was just sitting on the rocks, staring yeah. out into the ocean? Greller? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, what am I doing with my life? I need to take this berate. You got me on the water on one and over the green on the other. Um all right, so they get in. He goes, Spieth's like, I just saw the blimp shot. It really bothered me. Colt Nost was like out there. He's like, you shouldn't have done that. Um, he, he Spieth told Michael not to even come across the red line. Do not come over here. Do not even look at it because you're going to pull me back and not let me hit it. Um, you know, Annie and his uh, his baby were there. He's like, I hope they weren't watching. So, like, there was a lot of uh, drama. About Is this Spieth. where Annie came running out like the baby was like? No, no. <laughs> Our, I think that was heritage, which we'll get to. Um, <laughs> I, um, yeah, I don't know. I did just real quick on this, and I'm not saying anything about Annie as a, as a mother. I'm sure she's a great mother. Yeah, both, they just watch posted, yourself. They just posted a video of uh, of of like speed hit on the range at Albany. Yeah, and I thought like the way she was like moving the club with the kids, just like let the kid just like try, you know? Oh God, never. I maybe she's uncomfortable with the camera around. This causing these weird situations. Um. All right. Elsewhere. So the speed clip thing generated a lot of comments and amusing quotes. Cantlay was the only top 10 player in the field. So we took contrast that with the Saudi international numbers. I just said, Cantlay is the only top 10 player in the field. Just 10 of the top 50, 10 of the top 50 playing freaking Pebble beach spyglass and MBCC 10 of the top 50. I know it's a busy part of the we'll, schedule. We'll talk a little bit about this at Honda since there, okay. we didn't really ever talk about the news thing. Right. But, um, you know, of Honda not being a tour sponsor. Yeah, yeah. But yep. you think about, like, FedEx is obviously the sugar daddy of the tour. And if FedEx was just to go, like, who who would you immediately turn to as, like, who could, who could replace FedEx? And right. AT&T would be, like, near the top of the list. Maybe Honda, not at that FedEx level, but it, would be, it could be a big one. Yeah. Honda, like when you turn, when you look at like companies that are bigger or close to the same size as FedEx that could absorb something huge from the tour, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's like AT&T, Honda are two of the big ones. And, and you look at the fields, it's just like completely a joke. Yeah. Yep. There was obviously like, there was a lot of tweets about the declining strength of field too. Right. This, you know? Right. Um, so Cantley was the only top 10. This was stupid, but so small and so stupid. But this is right in our wheelhouse. PGATour.com. Like the, t- you know, you go, the website was having a disaster of a spring or winter. Um, <laughs> and they populated like the T-sheet headshots for all the amateurs like Chris Berman and Huey Lewis with LPGA headshots. 
It was all, it would say like Chris Berman, and then it would be a picture of Nelly Corda. No. Yes. <laughs> and everybody had a, just fun with this. It's like, here's, um, you know, Jordan Spieth playing with Jake Owen, and instead of picture of Jake Owen, it was Leona McGuire. And the, on the PJTour.com, they just, I don't know how long it lasted. It lasted for like at least a day. And people were going nuts. Like it was all women, uh, LPGA players, and all these headshots for the amateurs on the tee times. Uh, that was stupid, but we had a lot of fun with that. Um, Alfon- there was some tweet about Alfonso Ribeiro was striping it. A lot of Alfonso Carlton coverage this week. Uh, Joel Joel Beal was asking for a, a you know a respite from that. Joel Damon yelled four on a birdie putt that he hammered through. Like that got a lot of attention. Jolie D always gets a lot of attention. He just Jolie crushed, D had a lot of moments. Crushed a birdie putt and they said you know yelled four. Bunky Perkins tweet I reshared that John Haw replaced Tommy Ganey and he said one John replaces another when <laughs> when Tommy Ganey came in for the John Haw WD. Um, this was like if you if I told you this happened this year, I, I would be surprised if you recall. The Winter Olympics apparently happened in 2022. I don't know if anyone cared or remembers, but uh, Pat Vitt tweeted us, a friend of the program or a uh, loyal listener tweeted, "There's a guy skating for the Japanese national figure skating team who is from Montana, but married into Japanese citizenship. We found our winter Sabatini, which was a great great quote." The Montana guy f- skating for Japan. Didn't didn't you tweet something about um about the the Olympic Village scene, like the big the jump? Uh, yeah, I came across that, and you compared it to something. I I I almost put it in my notes, but I didn't. What was it? Was some like <laughs> fake thing, like uh, TPC in it? I don't remember yeah. what it was. Um, because it's like the that big jump, and then it's just like all industrial. <laughs> yes, it was like a nuclear power plant next to a, a ski jump, and no snow anywhere except on yeah. the ramp. There's no nothing even white. It's gray and dingy. Um, uh, this is funny. As part of the release, so the, the the tour granted releases to the Saudi International. It granted the players that they attended the if they attended the Saudi in 2022. Those who haven't played recently participated in the AT&T Pebble had to return to 2023 and 2024, which is definitely, yeah, that's happening. DJ, Harold Varner, like that was always going to happen. That, that stipulation. Well, you can I go wonder play. If, I wonder if Xander's playing this year because it's not an elevated oh, event. Interesting. That's, that's something interesting. to watch. Either this or year or next year, allegedly, they have to play it. I'm guessing that, <laughs> that, that agreement what? probably got ripped up. Lowry went. Shane Lowry went. Yeah, that's true. So that's something to keep an eye on this year. Yep. Uh, Hoagie's went. Hoagie won. First first win in 203 starts. So that's your Sunday. Nobody wants to face him on Sunday. <laughs> um, so he won. He beat Spieth. He, was, he chased down Spieth. He was three shots back. Um, and Spieth, uh, Spieth had, uh, has gotten chased down by Hoagie and Kokrak at, at Colonial. I mean, Hoagie had an rough, all-time day. Some rough, like, rough Sundays. Approaching the green. Hogard, uh, I think it was Nikolai Erasmus. I can't remember. Won the Russell Kaima, which means like they had, had it was his second win. Um, and they like both had won like back to back on the European mm-hmm. tour. And two guys, twins, were in the top, I think, 100. Uh, he also topped it from 242 yards at that event and it went to 10 feet. That was catnip. Hogard topped it, 242. Leona McGuire wins the drive on champ. Uh, Mark Lai, 
Oh, he said he would rather canceled, shoot right? himself. Said he would rather shoot himself than watch women's sports, and he was duly dismissed from. It was the PGA Tour's own never, radio network. Never That's been serious. heard of again. Uh, he's on. He's on Twitter advocating for Liv in a big way, if you can believe it. And Billy uh, Ho is an assistant Florida golf coach because, of course, he is. And people they went one and zero in his first event, and people are worked <laughs> up about Billy Ho being assistant Gators coach. So that's your Pebble Week, a long one, but. Again, you had all those quotes in Saudi. So go ahead. This was a beady stretch here. Yeah. We got we're on to waste management. Real quick, as is a waste management tradition, the uh, tournament went into playoff and ran huh. into the Super Bowl, as it always does. It always does. I forgot about that. Scheffler won, right? Who yeah. was in the playoff? Webb? Him and uh Cantley. Okay. Um Three hole playoff. We'll just hit that real quick because this yeah. was like the least of the big things. But it's Scheffler's first win. Uh, great field, best field they've ever really gotten. Six of the top 10, 15 of the top 20. Um, Scheffler had 15 top 10s in his first 63 starts before this. So, um, on to, on to more interesting things. This is obviously like, you know, I don't want to dismiss this, but the floodgates then open for Scheffler. This is the start of a you know, I think you could you could say a historic run for him, a player. Um, you know, of given his age and experience on the PGA Tour, that ended obviously at the with the Masters win. Um, let's go to early in the week, the big early in the week uh, discussion. Dan Rappaport, uh, uh, Golf Digest article about Morgan Hoffman is released. So there is all kinds of human urine, you know, drinking your own urine um, <laughs> jokes that are passed around. The, uh, another excerpt from the article was Morgan Hoffman going into Whole Foods uh, every day, like in Jupiter, and cleaning out the entire grape section because oh, yeah. he was eating only grapes. That's right. Um, uh, so that that article was a was a huge um, kind of like early week discourse. Um, Brooks also said, quote, unquote, he's embarrassed to be ranked 20th in the official world golf rankings. That's right. I forgot so that, about that. That was a big uh, but, note. Like, and wasn't he? I mean, he hadn't played well. Like, like, you can't say that and say you don't care about like anything other than a major. I don't know. Anyways, I feel, I feel like we found him contradicting himself in that statement. Go ahead. Just a, just a note. Do you know what he's ranked right now in the WGR? Right. I'm going to guess like 35. 48. Something. Oh, wow. So that. that <laughs> I wonder just, where was he like US Open week before he jumped? Let's see. Before he jumped. I, mean, I, I think he was probably pretty far. No? Um, like, US Open week. He was. Because, like, I couldn't have fallen. He was 19. Oh. So he's gone 19 to 48 since he joined Liv? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's 20th at the Open. He's dropped to 48th since... Since July? Yeah. Wow. Because, I mean, like, a lot of... I think a lot of events fell off and and lost, like, I think lost some significance, right? Sure, sure. Like, those those events count less and less the further further away they get, right? Okay. So, um... Uh, but yeah, so the, the, uh, yeah, he's plummeting. He's 20th now to 48th. Um, let's see. Uh, Bryson has to WD from the Genesis. Uh, here's his quote. There are many false reports going around by the media that are completely inaccurate. 
Any news of my health or playing schedule will come directly from me and my team only. This is just another inaccurate report. I look forward to getting healthy and seeing everyone soon. This had something to do with NLU, right? Or no? Yes. What is this? That or maybe I think maybe so. that was later. I'll go into it. Okay. <laughs> so false and inaccurate. Like he's just okay. We'll get into the Bryce and the way he WDs later. The one at Bay Hills particularly amusing but go ahead keep going will knights uh catches this early in the week espn plus sends out an email with a calendar of major golf events oh do you know what's on the calendar of major golf events i vaguely remember this is it the fedex cup counts as like one event apparently or maybe i've mixed it up with the graphic this this kind of just goes along with like they're getting back into golf and yeah. and the 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 measurement error yeah, the on the adjustment, first adjustment for altitude and part one okay so this one is it lists waste management open players masters pga Memorial, what? FedEx Cup playoffs, and Tour Championship. As so two just, separate? Yes, as two separate. But it, no it British just, Open? No, no U.S. No, Open? No British Open, no U.S. Open. Just, which, which we're they not, don't have the rights we're gonna, to. We're going to ignore okay. the two of the majors. We're going to call okay. this the, big, the biggest or the major <laughs> golf events of the year. Phoenix Open, but no U.S. Open. All right, got it. Um, yes, <laughs> In a uh, in like a Tuesday kind of hit and giggle thing, Harris English had had bowed out of the event. He had WD'd out of the event. Jolie D is playing in his spot in this Tuesday pro am thing or whatever Wednesday thing. And little did they like the announcer on the 16th tee that's doing like the hype. Yeah. Doesn't get the memo, so Jolie D. <laughs> <laughs> he gets this full, full blown intro. Like it's a thirty second intro, and the, there's a camera shot with like a camera directly on Jolie D. It's a, a, a amusing video. It's like four time winner on the PGA Tour, and you see him like kind of be like, huh? Like <laughs> Georgia Bulldog loves fishing and hunting, and then it's like Ryder Cupper. And then they announce him as Harris English, and everybody <laughs> so starts good. like laughing. That's great. Um, so that was uh, that was an amusing cover. early one. Seller Shy came on our podcast and filibustered for the first ten <laughs> minutes. <laughs> That's our own little personal year review. Our failings is it. Sellers is great. We failed as interviewers. He just like he he put just us in a box put, and just went going. So, yeah, did what CBS uh, folks do best, which is just uh, avoid avoid the tough questions by not letting you get to them. By uh, I mean, they're experts at like yeah. they're very good at it. Uh, yeah. Um. All right. Now we're gonna get into like what was. You know, there are a lot of big things of the week, but to me, the story of the week, this is Cannon Fodder Charlie week. Oh, God. <laughs> Charlie Hoffman. The legend is born. <laughs> this Cannon is Fodder. just this is just incredible. I going back through this, I just cannot believe that this happened. <laughs> so after an unfortunate penalty on Friday, he takes to, he takes to Instagram. He goes, runs to Instagram, 
to uh, air his mis- his uh, his grievances with the tour. Here's the here's the caption. This it's was Friday night, right? This, yeah, Friday night. Okay. This has been deleted. What a joke at USGA at PGA Tour today on the 13th hole. I hit my drive in the water and took a drop on the side of a hill that had no grass. Drop twice, then a place on a small tough. 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 Yes, I forgot about this. <laughs> T-U-F-F, not tuft. Tough. tough grass. Turned around. The ball started rolling into the water. I was under the impression that the at USGA had changed that rule. I was wrong. Had to take another penalty for doing nothing wrong at all. Did everything by the book. It's still mind-blowing that a group of amateurs run the pro- rule the professional game of golf. I also blame at PGA Tour rules officials for putting out a terrible penalty area line where this could even happen. No accountability at any level here. No, no, no protection for the players at all. You wonder why guys are wanting to jump ship and go play on another tour. Players need transparency, protection, and consistency. We don't have that under the current governing bodies. Then he adds. He tagged everybody, right? He he tags Golf Channel. So it's a a paragraph break. God, I could do another hour podcast on that. I know we already did, but just all the just amusements and inaccuracies. Go ahead. So he he does a paragraph break. Yeah. And he and he tags Golf Channel, Golf Digest, DP World Tour, Saudi International Golf. Barstool Sports, Riggs Barstool, ESPN, Fox Sports, CBS Fox? Sports. What's Fox got to do with anything? <laughs> Not even in golf. CBS Sports, NBC Sports. That's the end of the tagging. New paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jay. We need to do better Sorry. at all levels on at P- on the at PGA Tour, including myself, who represent the players on the board of the tour. Unbelievable. If we don't, we won't have a tour any longer. Hopefully, there will be change soon. And his ball was placed on a tuft of grass, and it <laughs> rolled into the water. And we just went through that, like. Absolute histrionics, <laughs> dramatics, protection of the players, big thieves, all from a little ball rolling into the water. It's a condemnation of the entire world and the entire golf structure because his tough of grass. Right. So the big things here. This no is protection, no transparency. Who's on the policy board? Right, right. He represents the Sorry, players. Jay. Other thing. He's a waste management ambassador. Yeah. And he's going nuclear at the waste management. <laughs> no protection. So, what a baby. What a psycho. The other really amusing thing about this Instagram post was the comment section. Oh, yeah. Now I'm starting to remember this. <laughs> Phil replies, I feel you. God. God. Bryson replies, agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> And this is the 
This is where we started the concept of cannon fodder. They sent them out there to just <laughs> take all the heat while they're playing going to Saudi. So, right. so, I mean. And he took, he was battered. They I mean, they were launching, <laughs> the cannons were coming from all points of the field and blasted Charlie Hoffman for about like a good week Like there were like multiple this. players that were like, don't hit it in the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He also had like other options for the drop. He didn't have to drop on the tuft of graph grass. There's always the option Go back. to re-tee. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then there's like the whole like protecting players. Like, what are you talking? Do we need to talk about Patrick Reed? Yeah, no protection. Oh God, I forgot about so much part of it. Like, you know, I forgot about all the specifics of why this was born. Like, I knew. Like, Forgot about the tough, the protection. Sorry, Jay. It sticks with me. I remembered that part. Interesting. <laughs> now, he obviously, he makes the cut. Okay. Okay. So he has to go at back out. <laughs> weekend. Saturday. Explain yourself. Um, the, and he posts an apology. Okay. Sitting in the little waste management trash truck. <laughs> <laughs> the image of Charlie Hoffman with like his head out the window of like the little a mini garbage truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Power Wheels, a big full grown adult in the Power Wheels kind of thing. All right. The apology. So this is what he said. Well, it looks like I have some trash to clean up after last night's rant. Hashtag greenest show on turf at. WM Phoenix Open. I have nothing but respect for the PGA Tour. Exclamation. I don't know how you can say that. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes you have to use a platform to make a point so the PGA Tour can continue to be the best place to play professional golf in the world. That's his apology. I'll add, I don't know if this came in your research, but it came in mine for Riv the next week. We're still like, this is white hot going into the next week. And he walks it back even further and says he was just trying to get the media's attention with all the tagging and the history out. He just wanted to yell about it. It's like, what do you mean you were just trying to get the media's attention? Nobody's like, what are you talking about? You got everyone's attention. You, that worked. But like, he wasn't actually mad. I'm not actually mad. I was just trying to pe- get people's attention about a rules issue. I think needs to change. All right. Any other Charlie? Okay. I mean, good. Uh, God, I don't good. think we need to go into it much more. No. <laughs> no. I mean, go listen to the February podcast where I'm sure we did a line by line blow of this and, and read it, you know, and contradicted it in many ways. Uh, big Sahith the Gala weekend. He almost yep. won on sponsor's exemption. There's like a moment of uh, he finished one shot out of the playoff um, and he. You know, this was like kind of like everybody falling in love with uh, the Gala um, time. And uh, he was crying, right? He's hugging yeah, his family his parents, in tears. Yeah, yeah that's a big, big deal. He talked about driving his car or something from Southern California. His, Same his, car that had whatever, 100 grand, 100,000 miles on it. A, a couple of weeks earlier, Dan Rappaport, I think, had had this scoop. I believe it was Dan uh, had had scooped that he still was living with his parents. Okay. When he had a good week. I think it, the good week was at maybe the... Not farmers. The Sony, at farmer, yeah. Farmers, yeah. So... Yeah. So that was a that was a, a scoop, and uh, that's your. Uh, oh, oh, God! Almost forgot this with with all the with the cannon fodder. So Sam Ryder hole one. Oh and, yeah, and the beer cans go that's everywhere. Right. Then 
Higgs makes a putt. This was like a Sunday off. bet or something. They bet each other Saturday yeah. night. I'm taking my shirt off if I make a birdie or something, I feel like. So Higgs takes a sh- Jolie D takes a shirt off, beer shower again. So there are multiple like 15-minute breaks to clean up the 16th green because of beer showers. Obviously, like I think the rider one being the first one was like it was like a moment, right? Like about uh, this turn a tournament moment. It had been like um, eight years or something. Molinari or something was the last one, mm-hmm. and okay. it just went absolutely nuts. And you know, obviously, then, but then, like one of the reasons it ran into the Super Bowl was because of this, the all these delays. Like, I mean, there's like five groups on the 16th tee. Well, that was Saturday. Right, Saturday, Ryder. yeah. But the, the I, shirtless the, the, one the, the, was the Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Right. and there was another beer shower. And that was for making like a 10-foot birdie pot, not an ace, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the question is like, you know. What's the, I, where, where's the, where's the line here of, of excessive I, celebration and things like that? Where, where's the line of, uh, of, of the beer shower? I think it's, it's one week a year, but like this event can't run into the Super Bowl. Right. It's got to stop running into the Super Bowl. Right. I'll note just from my, uh, my Riv quote, uh, Riv research, they were fined for it. Harry Higgs and Joel Damon's shirt, this came the next week. Their shirt lifting antics on the 16th green. Higgs revealed that he's likely facing a modest fine from the tour. Even though the tour had little trouble promoting said antics all over its social media feeds. I think this was uh, Ryan Lavner. It was a once in a career gag. Can we just let it slide this once? So the tour... Of course, milks that for all it's worth and then finds them, you know. So I figured that's relevant to just throw in this week, even though the fine came later. All right. Does that do it for Phoenix? Yeah. All right. We're on to Riviera. 